We're now going to interrupt the broadcast to bring you live coverage of the president press conference. The president's entire cabinet advised against him ever speaking again without a script, but it appears he's decided to anyways. We take you now to the White House. It's time to stop talking. It's time to start acting. I ask Congress to appropriate additional money to protect corporate America and to punish American workers. And we're making good progress. There's a lot of actions that take place that you'll never see. Rounding people up slowly but surely. And that's positive. That's a positive development. Now I'll be glad to answer some questions you have. We'll start here, David. Thank you very much. I wanted to know, and I'm sure the American people do too, what you plan on doing as far as tracking down the CEOs of the corporations that seem to be robbing many Americans blind. By far the vast majority of CEOs in America are obviously trying to scam somebody. And these are these are like international criminals is what they act like. They kind of hide and order things up and hide again. And, but nothing has changed. And that's how the system is supposed to work. Yeah, I am. Mr. President, the FBI requested members of Congress to take polygraph tests. Now, is your administration pursuing criminals in Congress? That's what I keep trying to explain to the American people. Key members of Congress, these people are cold-blooded killers. They're interested in killing innocent Americans still. And therefore, we will continue to pursue them. Mr. President, was your plus two bag of holding effective against the level five paladin? Uh, I actually didn't read the whole uh, story about uh, somebody down there at level five flexing some know-how muscle. But it's a frame of mind. It's it's we 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 don't take we we we, we take lives. Um, Killing thousands. That's how I look at it. Mr. President, how do you respond to the criticism that you have a tendency to procrastinate? I don't like it a bit. And I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. And tomorrow I'm going to talk about some specifics, and I'd rather kind of save those for tomorrow. Yeah. Mr. President, the press has received copies of a contract you signed between yourself and the, quote, Lord of this world, Satan, or the devil. Would you care to comment on that? Uh, listen, there are some who just, <laughs> and it's, 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 there's, um, there are ways that, uh, uh, we're going to cut away now, but we will come back to the president's press conference if he ever manages to complete a sentence. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. That's all I know. <laughs> Are we going to bring back the circle again? Bring back the circle. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to your community spirit with Orda Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And I want to remind you that today is the perfect Southern Illinois day. Cold, sunny, but friendly. <laughs> yeah. So, should we go into some happenings? Um, sure. First, I wanted to say, though, that thing reminded me of uh, uh, some news, actually. it's uh, I didn't bring it with me, but the new nightlife, it's got a list of many of the things that Bush is trying to do in the last minutes of his office. You know, when, when someone's administration is about to end, they have this crazy scramble. Is he going to become smart? <laughs> I don't think so. I'll believe that when I see it. 
I've, I've been telling, um, you know, I, w- I went on vacation to um, Mexico, and mm-hmm. some people were like, what do you do? And for some reason, the radio show came up, and they're like, well, what do you do on this radio show? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, for the last eight years, I've been bashing Bush. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. The yeah. show is going to die. We're, we're just going to wither away because there's... Over here, that'll just be crickets chirping in the background. And, yeah. I actually got a soundtrack of crickets chirping. <laughs> yeah, to prepare for the, the time without Bush around anymore. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. We're going to have to... We won't be funny without him. Uh, I think we could do it. It'll be hard. It'll be hard times, but we, we'll manage somehow. <laughs> so, um, let's get into some happenings. Yes. Besides the fact that... Um, Southern Illinois is perfect for getting out. The Power of Nightmares. A BBC documentary tells the story of the rise of neoconservatives of the United States and radical Islams of the Middle East. Tom Hartman says that watching The Power of Nightmares is like taking the red pill in the Matrix, allowing you to view recent history in an entirely new light. That's tonight. In case you didn't know, today is Friday, January 9th. That's tonight at January. <laughs> that's tonight at 7 p.m. at the Big Muddy Independent Media Center, or Big Muddy IMC on Washington Street. Mm-hmm. Yes, big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. Sounds like a good one, too. Nightmare? <laughs> well, you know, not a happy one, but an informative one. The pill. Yeah, <laughs> the pill to lead you out of the nightmare. So let's see, in other happenings, Joe Crookston at Cousin Andy's um, coming up tonight. He's known by some as one of the four or five best songwriters of his generation, which I'm sure is a hotly contested uh, uh, title, but many feel he has earned it. Uh, His live performance is an indescribable experience, sort of a group transcendence thing with Joe as the guru. (laughs) That's happening at 7.30 at the Church of the Good Shepherd in Carbondale. You can get more info at www.cousinandy.org. Stand up for the closing of Guantanamo. That's this Saturday, tomorrow, January 10th. You know, it's 2009. Yeah. <laughs> I've been writing, like, in my journal, I've been writing 2008. Oh. <laughs> and so far I haven't had to write a check, which just blows my mind that I'm nine days into the month and I haven't written a check. Yeah. But I owe a lot of money. I just haven't written them. <laughs> <laughs> See, it helped me to remember the year that uh, I worked on the first, I worked on New Year's Day, and I got paid on New Year's Day. So I was very conscious of what day it was, you know. So I did 2009. And then once you're used to doing it, you know, you just get in the habit. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I sometimes do it six months into the year. <laughs> so... Um, stand up for the closing of Guantanamo, Saturday, January 10th, 2009, from noon until 1 p.m. Join friends and members of the Peace Coalition at the Vigil at the Town Square in Carbondale. Join with Witness Against Torture, a national group, to begin a 100-day campaign to close this prison. Guantanamo is the symbol of human rights abuse that our government is engaging in on many levels. If possible, wear an article of orange clothing. Orange is the color of the jumpsuit that the prisoners wear. That is Saturday from noon until 1 at the Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. Well, torture is so much fun. We're going to be missing out on all that fun. (laughs) I'm not laughing. 
So let's see. In other news, Parliament of Religions. The Carbondale Interfaith Council is planning a local pre-Parliament event to the International Parliament that's coming up next December in Australia. Uh, they're having a planning meeting on Tuesday, January 13th at the Long Branch Coffee House at 11 a.m. For more information, you can contact Marlene Shepherd at 457-6817. Religious Indoctrination of Children Presentation and Discussion Held by Joseph Robbie at the Humanist Roundtable at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship on Wednesday, January 14th at 2 p.m. You can contact Bob Camp for more information at 351-0083. And so... If you would like happenings to get, well, happened, you need to email them to us, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Yes, or you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. And if you email both of us, it will happen. Yes. <laughs> A few regularly scheduled events at the Interface Center, they have so many events on a regular basis that you better get on their mailing list. Um, a few things are Sundays, 10 a.m. Quaker meeting, Inquiring Minds Bible Study and Discussion at 7 p.m., and then, how do you pronounce that? Uh, Ekenkar. E- Ekenkar, third Sunday at 3 p.m. Yes. So shall we go through some sure. of the other days, too? Sure, quickly, yeah. Okay, Mondays they've got Suade, African drumming at 7.30 Tuesdays, uh, Shani Dharma Meditation at 7 p.m. and Students for a Democratic Society at 9 p.m. Yes, and Wednesdays they've got Tai Chi at 5.30, Peace Coalition on the third Wednesdays at 6.30, and Shamanic Drum Circle on the second Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Thursday, John Woolman's Journals Brown Bag Discussion at 11 a.m., SIU Buddhist Fellowship 5.30 p.m., and then Interveg Vegetarian Dinner at 6.30 p.m., and that's on Thursday. And then on Friday is the International Slow Food Dinner at 6 o'clock. Yes. <laughs> pretty happening time. I think I might have found the, the news song. Um, a carbon neutral phone? Not. Take the carbon neutral part with a grain of salt because we know there's a whole lot of cabots that change the accuracy of that statement. Motorola has joined up with CarbonFund.org to offset the emissions used to manufacture, distribute, and operate the phone. While we dig an elbow in their side about how they've calculated the emissions, it is cool that they're going as far as offsetting the emissions of use. They could have just stopped at the manufacturing process emissions. Mm-hmm. So they're actually trying to offset your use also of the phone. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I mean, that they're saying, okay, we manufactured this phone. We'll offset your yeah, pollution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since we were the ones who made it, we are responsible for it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a chance. It's a try. 
Yeah, even if they do have some questions about exactly how they're doing it, at least they're thinking about that. So. So let's see. Here's an important bit of news. Last week, uh, I talked about the coal ash pond that uh, that attacked Tennessee and <laughs> you know, laid laid waste to hundreds of acres of land. It was like a billion gallons of like coal sludge. Yeah. Food. <laughs> I, I was joking with my friend that it was a monster, like a coal elemental, like that the fossil fuels are rising against us, and it just attacked 300 acres, and, you know... Well, I mean, realistically, it has. I mean, those 300 acres can't be used ever again, because they're covered with goo. Yeah. <laughs> coal, sludgy goo. That stuff is awesome, if you ever want to, like, kill a big area. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good tool for that. But in case you were worried, we might have a shortage of it. Uh, the, the coal ash pond that ruptured and sent a billion gallons of toxic sludge across 300 acres of Tennessee, 385 actually. Um, it was only one of more than 1,300 similar dumps across the United States, most of them unregulated and unmonitored, the New York Times reported. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just saving up these sludge ponds for something. Yeah. One down, uh, 1,300 more to go. <laughs> so... Here's a couple little tidbits for you. Bill Richardson has withdrawn his name from consideration for the post of Commerce Secretary. He's been aggressive in pursuing clean energy and green jobs, so this development is a bummer for Enviros. And then, Obama's latest YouTube address calls for a doubling of renewable energy production and making public buildings more energy efficient. Watch it. I, I, I don't know if watch it means watch the video or watch out everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I saw that it was out. Um, it's interesting to me, like, you know, the Bush administration tried to hope and pretend that YouTube didn't exist because, you know, all the horrible things about them were making it on YouTube. But now Obama's trying to actively, you know, participate in YouTube. Yeah. It's a different approach. We'll, we'll see how it works out for him. Yeah. So... And I, I really like Bill Richardson. I mean, he seems to have a you know, well-rounded repertoire. I actually wish he had been president. Yeah. So. I was hoping for Van Jones for president, but yeah. I guess nobody talked him into running. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always next year. Yeah, <laughs> next time. <laughs> it's like, we can run someone every year. <laughs> so let's see, some other news stories. Uh, stimulating discussion. How green will the economic stimulus package be? Attention in Washington is focused on an economic stimulus package, which we will be the first major agenda item for the new Congress that convenes tomorrow, and for the new president when he's sworn in on January 20th. But how green will the stimulus package be? In his radio YouTube address on Saturday, Obama said his proposal, dubbed the American Recovery and Reinvestment Plan. Why can't they ever have something just <laughs> simple? Do good. Yeah. The do good plan. <laughs> Well, I, I worry more about it even when they have a simple play, name for it, you know. Like really? When, well, <clears throat> while Bush was doing all these things where he would say something and it actually do the opposite. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, you yeah. know, Clean Skies Initiative and all that. What is it? Um, Healthy Forest Initiative. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You got me there. That sort of stuff. But Obama says his proposal will create 3 million new jobs, 80% of them in the private sector, including jobs in renewable energy and efficiency industries. Quote, to put people back to work today and reduce... Hey, that doesn't sound anything like him. <laughs> I can't do a, a good Obama voice. You can do a Bush voice. You're going to have to practice. Yeah, I'll have to practice. I've had years practicing a Bush voice. But, uh, to put people back to work today and reduce our dependence on foreign oil tomorrow, 
We will double our renewable energy production and renovate public buildings to make them more efficient, he said. Well, it sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look at the details and see if that's actually what it does. Yeah. Or if it's like one of these bush ones that says one thing and does another. Well, I like how green will the economic stimulus package be because the next article is, was green the most overused word of 2008? <laughs> green has gone mainstream. There's no doubt about that now. Celebrities touting their green lifestyles, corporation announcing green initiative after green initiative, and politicians publicly calling for green legislation, and policies all relentlessly grace the airways and internet pages throughout 2008. But was last year the year when echo verbiage finally came to be much too much? According to the renowned word watchers at Lake Superior State University and the thousands of people who nominate their picks of overused and misused words last year, the answer is, wait for it, wait for it, yes. Banish green words in 2009? As previously reported, the words green and carbon footprint topped the 34th annual list of words to be banished from the Queen's English for misuse, overuse, and general uselessness. The likes of green and going green beat out even the hopelessly overused 2008 election cycle lingo like lingo like Maverick and Wall Street Main Street. Some of the reasons cited for choosing green-related terminology as the prime semantic offender of 2008, well, it just seems like people are getting sick of hearing the word green, like in every context. Do you feel green? So green in every context, you'd almost think that ecological issues touched every part of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and the next article is how to go green. <laughs> See, yeah. See, I wonder how much of that is from people genuinely being tired of hearing about e green issues or just being tired of people misusing it, overusing it, pretending to be green. Oh, like, they're not tired of green <laughs> issues. Yeah, it's just people just say they're going green on everything. Yeah. I mean... Greenwashing. <laughs> it's like... I'm trying to think. I saw a billboard like when I was driving through Dallas, and it was just like it said something about go green, and it was I just, I was almost drove off the road. I was laughing so hard, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was just like just some random like company. It's like go green, buy from us, and it was just go green, buy our plastic. Yeah, it was. It was. I don't remember now. It was a manufacturing company, and they just, you know, manufactured, like... Oh, it had a picture of a green boat. <laughs> That's all. It was like, go green, go buy green. from us, and it had a picture of a green boat. <laughs> that was it. I was just like, okay, it's a green boat. Woohoo! <laughs> so. How to go green. <laughs> Yes. So do we want to do how to go green workouts, too? Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, that's what we got left. Okay. Uh, at this point, all those holiday cookies, cocktail parties, and lavish lunches are a distant memory. Really? <laughs> I'm going to have one tonight. <laughs> There's still a close memory to some of us. Yeah, it's it's right there. It's hooked right to my belly. What are you talking about, distant <laughs> memory? Yeah. It's, it's only like, a foot or two away. It's only a foot from my mouth. <laughs> And the reality is you're 
uh, at least five pounds heavier than you were when you last stepped on the scale. I haven't See? stepped on one in a long time. I wish that was true. I'm trying to gain weight. I'm three pounds heavier than I was, so I'm happy about that. I'm probably 50 pounds heavier than the last time I stepped on the <laughs> scale because it's been like five years. Yeah. So with that post-holiday realization usually comes the equally depressing one that the wedding-slash-vacation-slash-other-big-event you thought was months away is now only a matter of weeks. It's all enough to make anyone jump right on the treadmill. But before you commit to a workout plan that depends on massive electricity usage, automotive transportation, and a slew of new gear, wait just one moment. There's a greener way. I always laugh at the people who drive their car to the gym. (laughs) Especially when they live within like a mile. Yeah. I mean, they drive their car to the gym, and then they get on the treadmill and, you know, walk five miles. I mean, it makes sense in a big city sometimes if you're like 30 miles away from the gym, you know. But if you're in Carbondale and you're a half a mile away, you know, and it's People not... like, oh, it's, it's so dangerous. I'm anything. like, uh, no, this is Carbondale. <laughs> <laughs> so, for most of recorded history, people got their workouts the old-fashioned way. Well, by going outside. Is that why it's called a workout? Oh. <laughs> of course, a lot of them were harvesting crops and tending fields, but you can take your routine outdoors... Add a modern twist and still kill, what was it, two stones with one bird? (laughs) Walk to the supermarket, ride your bike to work, take up hiking or gardening. All of these ideas will have you fit and tuned without the investment of a gym. If you're a gym rat, look for one that has eco-friendly qualities. And when you're looking at other exercise equipment like sneakers, weights, water bottles, choose green alternatives to traditional products. Who knows? You might even find exercising fun again, or at least enjoyable enough that you can finally stick with your New Year's resolution. All right, read on to get started. Top green workout tips. Tree song. Number one, stay at home. What? (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason Jane Fonda made a fortune from those exercise videos. Working out at home is easy and convenient. There are plenty of routines like weight training, yoga, or Pilates. I highly recommend yoga that require nothing more than a mat and some room to to lunge or squat. So it's possible to put together a cardio and strength training combination that you can do while watching Friends before dinner. (laughs) Or, or in my case, watching Heroes. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) When is that coming back on? Pretty soon? Uh, Pretty soon. All right. So are you saying we're going to have to do exercise while watching Heroes? (laughs) We don't have to. Okay. Let's be a hero. Yeah. Number two. Of the top green, green, I say green workout tips is get outside. (laughs) More intense cardio like running, biking, jumping rope works better with a little more space. But why waste the energy required to run a treadmill or stationary bike when the whole world is waiting for you? Lacing up a pair of running shoes and going for the jog is a simple do-anywhere workout. All you need are the shoes. If you're not a runner, you still have options. You can hit the local hiking trails, take your two-wheeler out for a spin to the local restaurant and have a big meal. Hey, that's not what it says, but you can still go out and have some. Why not? Ride your bike to get something to eat. Or just take a daily walk to during your lunch hour. You know, I I recommend this town's pretty small. Just ride your bike to pick up your food. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not like to the local fast food place. <laughs> You're not going to get fatter <laughs> riding yeah. your bike. So. so number three, capture your energy. 
Don't let all your hard work on the stationary bike go to waste. Hook it up to a generator or a battery. <clears throat> and save it to power household appliances from iPods to televisions and laptops. As Ed does to make toast in the morning on Living with Ed. <laughs> really? Which I haven't seen, so I'll have to take his word for it. These kits are simple to install and give you an extra motivational push to make sure you don't skip your daily workout. See, I've always thought it'd be fun if, like, rec centers, too. I've heard it's happened somewhere that you have the rec center powered by the bicycles that people pedal on. All right, number four. We might have to do some of these next week again, because I'll probably be just <laughs> as fat. <laughs> um, number four, join a gym. Gyms do use a lot of power, water, energy, and resources to give you the experience that you can get for your own for less. But we know that sometimes there are factors that make it nearly impossible to start your own program. Winter blizzards, cramped apartments, and late nights all make working out at home much trickier than hitting the gym on your lunch hour. And we'll admit, using the machines already manufactured at the gym is better than buying your own. But try to green your uh, gym experience as much as you can. Don't use two towels when one, or zero, will do. Bring a reusable water bottle and set the treadmill to a higher incline so it uses less energy. Hmm. I always forget that treadmills actually use energy. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like the mouse kind, where you, like, run and make it move. Yeah, they no, should be that way, though. They make you move. <laughs> yeah, they should have the treadmills that you start running. I don't know how it would work. Well, you could have, like, the, the... It would show how many miles per hour, and you would just have to adjust yourself, you know, how fast you're running. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, all the other machines, you move the machine. Yeah. But with the treadmill, it moves you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, well, you try to keep up with it. Yeah. It's like, you try machine, to have it not move slow you. down! I can't catch you! <laughs> Okay, looks like we've got time to get through the top five of the top ten. <clears throat> so number five, team up. Working out with other people is one of the most effective ways to stick to your plan. It's called dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dancing is an excellent workout. Hey, it's too much fun to be a workout. <laughs> okay, it's a playout. <laughs> playout, yeah. I think you just came up with a new word. That's the word of 2009. There playout. you go, playout. <laughs> and keeping each other accountable helps you both to get fit faster. Finding a jogging partner or a tennis uh, opponent makes it easier to schedule your workouts and harder to skip them. Even better, you can sign up for a group race or join a larger team to play soccer, softball, volleyball, or any other sport. And the team will likely have equipment already, so you won't have to buy your own. Yeah, like I, that's why I take yoga classes. Like, you know, it's we do a similar routine each time, so I could probably memorize it and do it at home. But having the class there and having the teacher to help, you know. It, it keeps me doing it. Plus, plus, you know, everybody can commiserate with each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or, man, that was great. That was great. I feel like a million dollars now. A million dollars? Or at least 500000 <laughs> It's like, mm -hmm. last week I felt like $10,000. Because huh. that's about what I can actually envision is $10,000. I don't yeah. know. I can't envision a million dollars feeling that good. <laughs> I'd have to. Yeah, I could probably feel that good. All right. I think this has been another exciting, informative half hour of your community spirit. We'll see you again on the radio. Can you see people on the radio? Yes, we can. <laughs> I see you. I see you're not working out. I see you're not going outside on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. You might need a little jacket because it's nippy, but that's what gets the blood going and the flush to the face because it's sunny. Got anything to say? No, <laughs> just, enjoy, right. enjoy the day because it's lovely out there.